Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick. Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. Today, we are going to do a mock draft for the Fantasy Football Players Championship, the first overall pick. I'm going to take CMC with my first pick and see what kind of team I can build around it because of the issues related to the Week 13 Fantasy Championships in the FFPC. So uh, what do you think of this team? Let me know down below, and let's watch it right now. Listen up. It's time for the Fantasy Maverick Podcast, starring the guy who's going to help you win that fantasy championship, Jimmy Maverick. Hello there, friends. It's Jimmy Maverick with another edition of the Fantasy Maverick Podcast. And hey, before I begin, if you could please hit the thumbs up button, uh, leave a comment, share this with your friends, and of course, subscribe. All those things help me out. It increases the visibility of my channel, and I do appreciate it. So thank you very much. Now, um, what we're going to do, I, I did a podcast last week talking about a conundrum that I'm in because I'm in a high-stakes league called the Fantasy Football Players Championship. And the way it works, it's a tournament um, it starts out, the first 12 weeks are just regular head-to-head fantasy football. You're in a 12-team league. Um, and then week 13 and 14 is the, is the playoffs for that league. And then uh, if you win or you score the most points in that league, you move on to the race to the finish portion, which is weeks 15 through 8, um, 15 through 15, where you just try to score as many points as you can to win um, the, the big prizes, including the top overall prize, which is a half million dollars. Um, so, so the situation is, is that I have the number one overall pick. Do I take CMC? The big problem with CMC is that his bye week is week 13, which is of course the first week of the fantasy playoffs for this division. And so you are really going to kneecap your team by taking out your number one player and highest scoring overall player in fantasy football, uh, for that to happen. So, um, so what I want to do is I want to uh, try a mock draft taking CMC, but then also going and getting two near elite running backs in the second and third round, see what kind of team I can build off of that, because that would make me feel more comfortable about that week 13 buy, as if I have two other running backs which are rock solid um, they're obviously not going to be of that caliber, but if I could get someone like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and David Montgomery or J.K. Dobbins or, or those kind of guys, I, I think I would be more comfortable with that. So I want to see what kind of team I can build. And we're going to do this on the Fantasy Pros Simulator. And the reason why I'm doing this on, on this um, system is because it can somewhat approximate how the players come off. This is a uh, PPR with tight end premium league. So tight ends get one and a half points per reception, really upgrades their value substantially for fantasy football. And because of that, um, they cough much quicker than in a regular league. In fact, in this league, in the first three rounds, you will see six tight ends come off the board. All six in the first three. Maybe, maybe one of them, like maybe Mark Andrews will make it to pick 40 right? That overall early in the fourth round, but that's where you're at. And, and, and given, um, the way we're picking, I would have to take one of those tight ends. Literally, if I want an elite one, I'd have to take it with my first pick. I'm not going to do that. I'm taking CMC, but, uh, um, this, this approximates it. And what we're going to do is we're going to use my app, my perfect fantasy draft, which I invite you to go to my website, fantasyfootballmaverick.com to try it out. You just, uh, uh click here to, to get into it. Um, you can, uh, free to see a limited version of the app, but if you want to access the FFPC list, you need to subscribe. It's $20. It's $19.95. Use it on as many leagues as you want. 
Um, but when you go in, it's going to ask you three questions. So uh, basically the three questions are, how does your league score points? And it's this PPR with tight end 1.5 PPR. That is the FFPC list and, and, and league. Um, do you want to engage Jimmy's recommended player filters? We're going to say no. And then uh, do you want to enter draft mode? Yes. And so we put in the size of our league. It's a 12-team league. We're picking first. Let's go ahead and enter draft mode. So I'm just going to put my glasses on here so I can actually see. Uh, so you've got your uh, you got your player list down here. You got position filters up here. You've got round filters. So this is each round of the draft. And then uh, these are recommendations. You can minimize that. So you just see the names. And you can see for the first round, it's uh, it's recommending Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey's right there. It's very close on the Vork score. Travis Kelsey. Now, one of the things my app does is it's it it looks in players in pods. It's like each round is a pod. And what you're looking at here is you're seeing all the players between your first pick and your second pick with a little bit of overlap. I think this is uh, the top 26 players, and if we go to pick 25 on our next pick. Um, so you see those players. The hands mean their reaches, which means these are guys that have the highest likely chance to make it to the next round, um, although they might be long shots. You'll see long shots as we get later on. Um, but it's score. Instead of their draft position or whatever, I rate all players on four key stats. Value, outlook, reliability, and consistency. Those four things. It's actually these four columns right here. And based on how they do on each of those, they get points. Those points are added up. That's the Vork score, sorted by the Vork score. Highest points first. And what I say is if a player scores at least 40 Vork points and gets at least three stars on the outlook, that's a player I recommend. Um, if, if you go below 40, it's risky. If you go below three stars, it's risky. You know, you're, you're, you're taking a chance. Uh, it's important to know that, but you can see that in the first round, there's tons of players that score over 40 Vork points and three or more stars. So they're all they're all good, but the top ones obviously are the, what you want to focus on. You focus on the top, you ignore the players at the bottom of the list because they're problematic. They're injured. They got a poor outlook. They got poor reliability or consistency or poor value. You know, there's a number of reasons why they would be uh, towards the bottom of the list. So you just want to avoid those players. Just stick with the good ones at the top. So um, we'll take Christian McCaffrey first, obviously. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up my queue for the second round players that I really want to see make it to us. And of course, we're going to go running back, robust running back. So Clyde Edwards Hilaire is kind of the crown jewel. If I can get him, I know we'll be having a good draft. Unfortunately, he is a long shot, less than 50-50 shot. He'll make it to us. But we got players like uh, Edwards Hilaire, Swift, Montgomery, Mixon, and Dobbins. Um, all those guys are good. Really, the only ones that score over 40 is just Montgomery, Swift, and Edwards Hilaire. Again, Mixon, Dobbins, Chris Carson. Good choices, but they're a little riskier. Vork is not as good on those guys. That's because primarily because of value, maybe reliability. Um, you know, there's a number of reasons. But let's go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, we're gonna start, we're gonna start the draft. And we'll get these running backs queued up. We'll see who makes it to us. If uh, again, if Edward Hilaire makes it to us, I'm going to be very happy. But the problem is, I got to guess on all of this in the live draft. I'm going to have to guess on all of this. So uh, let's just go to the cheat sheet, and I'm just going to hide the tiers and hide the drafted players. And and so you know, Edward Hilaire, Swift, Montgomery, and then to a lesser extent, Dobbins, Carson, and who was the who was the third one? Carson, Dobbins, Mixon. Where's Mixon? There's Mixon right there. Okay. So let's go ahead. We'll take uh, Christian McCaffrey. Go ahead and draft him. 
And so you can see that a bunch of them disappeared, including Edward Hilaire, which is a bummer. And DeAndre Swift, even though, man, I'm just having a tough time convincing myself to take Swift. But he is a good choice. He offers decent value, nice outlook, very consistent, medium reliability, which is really what you can mostly expect from running backs. You know, they're, they're, they don't play every game. Um, but, uh, you know, he is borderline overvalued, but I do consider him fair value at this point. Um, you know, we could go, um, you know, I, I'm, although I very much like Montgomery and I very much like Dobbins, this is PPR, they don't score as well. And that's the problem. Their value isn't great. Montgomery, I love his reliability. That guy doesn't miss games. Uh, Dobbins also very reliable last year. So do I sacrifice the, do I sacrifice the value to go for the reliable players? Um, and I think I might do that. Montgomery and Dobbins both are really great players. And, and so if I have to make a choice, uh, oh, and look, Dobbins got taken. So I, I can't even take him. So, um, Swift, I think I'm just gonna have to bypass him. I do like Carson as well. I think Carson is going to be really good this year. So let's just go with it. You know, this this is what I have to do by taking the number one overall player. By taking CMC, this is what I get. So I just got to take it. And you can see that, you know, look at look at the great wide receivers still on the board. Jefferson, Metcalf, Allen, Robinson, McLaurin, CeeDee Lamb. These guys are all so good. Um, so many undervalued wide receivers here. Um but I need to be ready for week 13. So let's go ahead and we'll take Montgomery and, oh shoot, I didn't set up my ones for the next round. So let's look at the fourth, fifth round. Now, obviously fourth, fifth round, we gotta switch gears. We gotta take ourselves some wide receivers. So what wide receivers um, could we get? Uh, so you can see DJ Moore is a long shot. Uh, he would be a great choice because he's a nice undervalued player. Chase Claypool, Robbie Anderson, another week 13 player. Oh, look at that. And more is a week 13 player. Oh, boy. Uh, T. Higgins, very much like Tyler Lockett, uh, very inconsistent, but very high ceiling. Brandon Ayuk is another player that could break out, but he is overvalued at this point. Kenny Galladay is a guy who I've tried to talk myself into, but right now with that injury, he got the hamstring. I'm like, mm, not a chance. I'm not going to touch him. Um, Julio Jones also is fair value here. So let's uh, let's just kind of see who makes it to us on the wide receivers and um, see what we can do with that. So you can see all these great wide receivers are coming off the board. Um, but let's see who made it. Oh, okay, so we got some. Okay, so look at this. Mike Evans did make it to us. Now, Mike Evans is another inconsistent player, but he's someone who was not expected to make it this late. So he's, you know, he, he just kind of fell to us. Mike Evans scores very well. Uh, value is great. Look at that. Value ranked 31st overall. We're at pick 48. So I think he's absolutely one that we're going to take. Who else made it to us? Julio Jones is there. So, you know, Julio Jones, he's farther down here. He does not score well. He's riskier. He's an older player, but he is fair value. Um, uh, let's see here. You know, uh, we could go. Oh, and DJ Moore did make it. But again, the week 13 buy, I don't want another week 13 buy player. Cooper Cup made it. Oh, now Cooper Cup. He is also one that should not have made it to us at this late point. Uh, but Cup, up, oh, fantastic. Look at that. We get Cup and Evans as our two top wide receivers. 33rd overall value and 31st overall value. Let's go with that. I think that's a no-brainer at this point. That's, that's just We're just taking the value 
as should partially make up for the value we lost on that previous round of players. So let's go, we'll take Mike Evans and we'll take Cooper Cup. All right, so now you can see that, see the players like TJ Hawkinson and Mark Andrews were still on the board. We are considering them already gone because they are not, a, they, they will be gone by our, by our third round pick. By the time we get to our fourth round pick, they're all going to be gone. It would be Noah Font or Dallas Goddard would be the guys we'd have to choose from. Now we're moving in the seventh round, and my best mid-round value tight end is available, Logan Thomas. You know, he only scores two stars on the outlook, but his value, he is undervalued relative to his draft position. His work score is 40 points. This is an offense. Frank Reich, he utilizes the tight end. He utilized Logan Thomas extensively last year, but also don't forget Greg Olson back in Carolina, one of the top tight ends in the league when he was in his prime. That was Frank Reich. So I'm really comfortable in Logan Thomas as our tight end one. Um, and as far as who else we should take, if we look at the running backs, you can see none of the running backs score 44 points here. The best one is A.J. Dillon as a reach. That's a guy I would much prefer to take in later round if he falls to us. Um, but look at how horrible the value is. And, and this is what you've got to expect. In a PPRTE premium league, the running backs get, get totally screwed on the value. They're terrible. Look at this. All this value is over 100. We're at pick 72. That's why you got to load up early on running backs. And again, we got three. So we loaded up pretty nicely. Um, for wide receivers, though, there's still going to be great wide receivers. Robbie Anderson, Longshot, Brandon Cooks, um, LaVisca Chenault, Cortland Sutton, Tyler Boyd. All these guys score over 40. Uh, only Cortland Sutton right now is below three stars because he's dealing with the injury. He's still coming back from that injury. He hasn't been fully cleared for practice yet. Um, what I'd like to see on these players is um, full participant. That's what I need to see for me to remove the injury designation, and that will in turn boost their outlook. When I see them as a full participant in, in preseason or practice, that's when they lose that designation, and that's when they are, in my opinion, good to, good to go. They're good to pick. Um, let's see who made it to us. So we'll just go through the list here. And you can see that there are some other running backs up here, but again, none of these guys offer great value. That's, that's the main issue. You can see all the elite quarterbacks are off the board. Um, as far as quarterbacks go, if we wanted one, it's it's St. Herbert or Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, Herbert, they're still there. Rodgers, Rodgers is still there. He doesn't rate nearly as well. I got him. I got him tagged as a regression candidate. Aaron Rodgers. Same with Justin Herbert. Both those guys, really outstanding seasons last year. But I think they're going to fall back this year relative to where they were. Um, we do need, if we look at our roster here, we do need. Um, Another flex, uh, and we need our tight end. We need a quarterback. I think we can wait on the quarterback. Let's go, and let's definitely take um, – oh, look at that. Did Logan Thomas got Thomas got taken? Well, will you look at that? Noah Font is still available. Uh, how does Font rank on my tight ends right now? Let's take a look. Um, oh, Font is here. 93rd overall. Ugh, not good. It's just not good. I just don't like any of them. <laughs> um, you know, Higby, Tanyan. Oh, jeez. And Tanyan is another week 13 bye. Yay, yay. Okay. Well, that is not good. Let's, uh, let's look to the wide receivers. We can still get a really, really good wide receiver here. And, uh, oh, look at this. Uh, Odell Beckham, Cortland Sutton, Chase Claypool, 
Really like Chase Claypool. Robbie Anderson's got the week 13 buy. So let's let's go with Claypool. We'll take that. And um I'm really kind of uh I'm kind of in a clear as to what we should do with um with our second pick. You know, we could take we could take LaVisca. You know, I love LaVisca Chenault. Um He's right here, and, and uh, you know, normally I would take Bobby Anderson as a no-brainer, but the week 13 buy just makes me want to just totally bypass him. So why not, let's, let's take LaVisca, and we're going to wait on, we'll, we'll see who falls to us on the next round. So 8-9, if we look at tight ends, who's, the, who's tight ends? So here's where we could take someone like Adam Troutman, who does have some nice upside, um, in New Orleans, especially for the first part of the year. Value is inside the top 100. He's fair value. Irv Smith's another player, a little bit overvalued. Mike Kosicki is a fair value play here. Um, so those guys aren't too bad. Uh, if, if we look at um, if we look at wide receivers, we're, we're really kind of good on wide receivers. We, we need to go back to running backs. We get someone like Kenyon Drake, Ronald Jones. A.J. Dillon is a long shot for this round, but I do like him. Even though his value is terrible, I think he's got some serious touchdown upside uh, goal line work. Um, so what do I want to do? I think if I went – and, of course, the uh, analyzer is going to hate me going taking one of these guys as opposed to one of the top ones. But, again, I'm, I'm assuming that those top players are gone. I think I'll take the upside of Troutman. Why don't we do, why don't we go ahead and we'll take Troutman with our first pick. And um, we'll, of course, get a second tight end in a little bit. Uh, who's on the quarterbacks? So we got Tannehill, Hurts, and Stafford. And we got Stafford. We could stack him with Cup. I like that. Um, you know, Brady's already gone, so we can't do the stack with Mike Evans. Um, Kenyon Drake is here. <sighs> I really like Kenyon Drake. Um, he rates, you know, for, for, for him being available this late, Kenyon Drake, top 100 value, nice fork score. That's, I think I got to take Drake. And we'll just take our chances to the next round. So the 10th, 11th round, for quarterbacks, we could take someone like Hertz or Trey Lance or Trevor Lawrence. Joe Burrow, Ryan Hill, those guys, none of these guys score over 40, though. That's that's the issue. Um, tight ends, we could go Rob Gronkowski. We could take Gronk as a tight end, too. Uh, for wide receivers, we got players like Ruggs or Gage or Mooney, who's a little bit riskier, but they both they all score very well. Running backs, um, J.D. McKissick, Naeem Hines, Gus Edwards. Let's uh, let's see what's available. Oh, look at that. Look who's at the very top, A.J. Dillon, one of my favorite lead-around picks. It would be a, a, a real long shot for him to make it this this deep to pick 10. But look, Tail and Stafford are still here. Let's go ahead. We'll take the stack with Cup. We'll take Stafford, who I really like his upside this year. And I think I got to take Dylan just because I, I really want that guy. I want him on like every team that I have. So let's go ahead and we'll take him. And let's go to the 12th, 13th round. Um. You can see here for wide receivers, Gabriel Davis. That's that's a receiver that I very much like his upside. Um, 
let's see who else do we got here he's the only one that scores over 40 what about running backs Devontae Booker you know the, the he's the handcuff to Saquon I think he's a great choice uh tight ends not really any tight ends I'm interested in quarterbacks nah we don't need any of that let's see what's going on on the simulator let's see what what we got you know, I see uh, at the very top of the list is Rashad Penny, who's the backup to Chris Carson, who we already have. I think that might be a decent choice. Um, uh, let's see here. For wide receivers, you know, someone like Gage. I, I really like Gage. And then it kind of really falls off. So I think I know what I got to do here. I think I'm going to take, take Penny and I'm going to take Gage. Go ahead and take Gage, and now we'll go to the 14th, 15th round. And this is where I, this is where I've been getting my second tight end. I've been getting Eric Ebron, who rates very well for value, and is a, uh, you know, again is utilized a lot around the goal line uh, in the red zone. So I like that. Um, so I think we should grab him as our two. If we grabbed a quarterback, oh, look at that, Deshaun Watson. Not really great choices here. We can see who who's still on the list. Um, for running backs, we don't have any running backs with over 40 work points. Wide receivers, no wide receivers over 40 work points. So th this is a little bit of a conundrum. It's recommending that we should take like the Denver Broncos defense, the Baltimore Ravens defense. Um, not a lot of great choices in this round. Let's let's see what um, let's see what the simulator gets uh, gives us. Oh look, I saw Deshaun Watson came off the board there. Got some more quarterbacks coming off. So we could get like a rock solid, like Kirk Cousins or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I think either of those guys would be good. Um, we do have some interesting options here as far as dart throws. As far as wide receivers, I got one, two, three. I got five wide receivers, which is kind of all I need. I could take a chance on, on some of these guys later, like a Terrence Marshall or Amon Ra. Um Maybe I should take I should take a, a a running back. So so here are the 14th, 15th. I think we got to take. Why don't we take our tight end two and our quarterback two? So um, let's go with uh, Kirk Cousins. Take Cousins, and um, I will go ahead and I will take Eric Ebron, and we'll see who makes it to the next round. So we'll take that. And then, uh, so for 16, 17, it's recommending Salvin Ahmed, Amon Ross St. Brown, the Buffalo Bills defense, um, Denver Broncos defense is listed as a long shot here. And again, this is all based off of where uh, these players are typically going um, in in the fantasy football leagues. Uh, that's, that's where I'm basing this information off of. So um, just trying to get us a good idea of, of who's available at each round. Uh, but we're all set with our tight ends and our quarterbacks now. Uh, so all we need to worry about is running backs and wide receivers for our last three picks here. So if we look now, Justin Jackson, someone who I very much like. Um, JV and Hawkins, there's Devonte Booker. Let's go ahead. I'm going to take Booker. And then I see Amon Ross St. Brown is still available. Terrence Marshall is also available. He's a slot guy. He's probably going to be the slot receiver for Carolina, the rookie. 
Um, and I think Amon Ra is also going to be like the slot guy. So they're both, I think they're both good choices. Let's go ahead. We'll take Amon Ra. We'll take that one. And then we'll take one more. Uh, we'll take one more running back, I think, with our, less, with our last bench slot. So uh, we'll just have to see who makes it to us. When, I, when you get down this late, again, nobody rates good. <laughs> Look at that. All zeros. They're all worthless unless something happens. Like Justin Jackson, you know, is, is somebody that, that could make something happen, possibly. Uh, let's see. So we will go ahead and... There's Samashe Pirine. He's the handcuff to Joe Mixon. Let's go ahead and take him. All right. And then for our defense, um, uh, again, it was saying that we should take, go to defense. Uh, Kansas City doesn't rate well. Anybody else? I mean, the Broncos or the Bills. Um, so they're both still on here. So let's, let's go, let's take the bills and then we'll take, uh, whoever's available as the kicker. And I got to say, I'm a buff guy, Mason Crosby. Now that, now that Rogers is back, I'm going to go with Mason Crosby because he is rock solid available every time with the very last pick in the draft. Look, there's still good choices. Robbie Gould. Jason Myers, Michael Badgley. Let's let's go ahead. We'll take Mason Crosby. Let's see what kind of score they give us. Uh, it's probably going to be a C. They always give me a C, and they always ding me for my tight end. <laughs> They're always like, your tight end sucks. You should have taken a, a running back instead. And it's like, no, it, is, it, it doesn't really account for the tight end premium. But let's let's see what it gives. Ah, give me a B plus. All right. Well, that turned out pretty good, I guess. Yeah, let's, let's look at the projected standings. And uh, they just upgraded this, by the way, on Fantasy Pros. I, I kind of like the new uh, the new analysis because it's it's not just a monolithic. There, it shows you what a bunch of different fantasy people think of the team um, and what players they like. But it, it got, it's got to be ranked top four. That's pretty good. Uh, overall fourth, my starters and my bench all fourth. So that's that's very nice, very close. Um, and uh, if and so, yeah, so I, 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 I like that. If we go to the, the pick analysis, I think that's the one on, is it it's team strengths? Okay. Yeah. So obviously the number one running back, number one flex, it likes David Montgomery as my flex gave a chase Cape Claypool number four, uh, in the second flex spot. Um, obviously the weakest parts that thinks Matthew Stafford and Adam Troutman, that's not surprising. And Mason Crosby, I got no problem with Mason Crosby. Everyone else is kind of middle, middle of the board, but, uh, um, so that's, that's encouraging. That is encouraging for me to take CMC first and then ride into week 13 with Chris Carson and David Montgomery as my two running backs. Um, so what do you guys think? Let me know, man, leave a comment down below. What do you think of this draft? Do you think this is a contender to win in weeks 13 and 14? That's the most important thing. And I did only take one week 13 by player. That was just CMC. Everyone else will be active for the first week of the fantasy playoffs. Um, certainly the point boost also helps uh, with me possibly achieving the top scoring player in that league. So um, I do like that as well. So uh, let me know what you think. And thank you very much for watching. I do appreciate it. And have yourself a great fantasy day out there, buddy. Okay, see you later.